Okay, so where are we up to? We just were learning about the Rashi. Rashi says that Hashem came to visit Abraham. Levakar Sachel. He visited Abraham. Abraham was sick. Hashem came to visit him. And then Rashi repeats it again and says, Amram Masim and Chorosh. Masim and Chorosh says it was the third day after circumcision. And Hashem came to see how he was doing. So we weren't understanding why Rashi repeats it two times, comes to visit, comes to visit the sick. And he says again, says it was the third day. And why say that two times? We also didn't understand um, why didn't Hashem visit in the first two days? Why wait to the third day? And what's the message that we're supposed to learn from the fact that he visited him on the third day? So we started to understand, started to explain the idea about Hashem gave the Torah to us 2448. And our forefathers, before the Torah was given, they kept it anyways. Before the Torah was given, they weren't commanded to do it, they did it anyways. And their mitzvahs they were doing didn't have two things. Didn't have the commandment of Hashem. Number two, didn't have the impact on the physical world. They weren't able to permeate the physical with holiness like we can when we do a mitzvah. So the mitzvahs post the giving of the Torah have these two advantages. That Hashem gave it to us, it's a commandment. And number two, it, it affects the physical, changes the physical. It's because it's commandment of Hashem that it's able to uh, able to um, do this, and so too the midst of circumcision had a little bit of the qualities of the mitzvahs that we have. Number one, Hashem commanded Abraham to do it. Number two, it stayed physically in his flesh. The holiness of the mitzvah stayed in his body even after the mitzvah was done. So since this mitzvah was a uh, very pivotal mitzvah, it's a mitzvah that helped transition from before the giving of the Torah to after the giving of the Torah, this was the only mitzvah that had the qualities of post-Sinai. Therefore, this mitzvah had to be done in a similar way that we do mitzvahs nowadays as well. What, what does it mean in a similar way? A mitzvah has to be done in a way that it impacts the physical world. It's possible to do a mitzvah in a way that it impacts the world but it um, eliminates nature. If a tzaddik does a miracle and does a mitzvah through a miracle, so he's not really impacting the physical world, he's more like he's, he's tearing down the physical world. He's more, it's more like he's pushing aside the physical world. When a mitzvah is done in the realm of nature without miracles, that's in sync with the goal of the mitzvah to affect the physical world. That's what we learned yesterday by the Alter Rebbe when he was on the, on the boat. He didn't do Kishavon until the guy started by himself. There was a miracle before. He told the guy to start the boat. The guy didn't want to start the boat. And then, and then uh, he asked him a second time. And the second time when he asked him to start the boat, then the Alter Rebbe said Kishavon. Why? Because a mitzvah has to be done in a way that it affects the physical. Therefore, not done in a miraculous way. A miracle was done there to prepare for the mitzvah. But the mitzvah itself wanted to do in, in the realm of the physical. He wanted to, to do Kishavon with concentration, staying in the same place. Uh, without, um, that, 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 without involving miracles. That's true for the mitzvah itself. It's also true for the result, the consequences of mitzvah. A mitzvah has nat- natural consequences. Sometimes a mitzvah involves difficulty, involves pain. The mitzvah of circumcision has, causes there to be an illness, causes there to be real pain for a while. So since the purpose of the mitzvah is to impact the physical world, especially this mitzvah, this mitzvah was a prelude the mitzvahs that we do, therefore it couldn't be done in a way that um, that not only the mitzvah itself, but even the natural consequences of the mitzvah shouldn't be there. 
So the illness, yeah? His, no, the com- his party was not uh, elected. Merit. Yeah. They wanted to abolish the Mila. Mila. So. <laughs> they were abolished. Huh? But they were about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone sent me this great, uh, great, great. Um, thank you very much. Um, uh, merits, any merits? Yeah, any merits. <laughs> any provoking merits this is not connected. Right? Let me try again. Uh-huh. Energy. Energy. Let's name, name this party. He said uh, the Avoda is also, Avoda is another party. Yeah. They almost, almost abolished also. <laughs> Gussie, it works. Okay. All right, so, so let's continue on now in Ois Tess. Then I'm now going to go back to the questions we had when we started this, this, this Febringen. Why is it that Hashem's visited on the third day. Other commentaries say he waited the third day because the third day he visited him on the first day, and the third day uh, he visited him as well because those are the most dangerous days. Those are the time when your life is in danger, but according to Rashi, the, da- the, the dangerous days are the days before the third day. The third day is less dangerous than the second day. So why did he wait to the third day? I'm not going to understand the explanation of it was the third day since his circumcision. The reason why he waited to the third day wasn't because he wanted to admit of visiting the sick. If that was the reason he wanted to uh, visit Avram, he could have visited him on the th- days before. We were learning yesterday, it, it works now. Work. Yeah, we were learning yesterday that the regular one. Learning yesterday that um, it's, there is a custom to wait to the third day before visiting someone who's sick. The reason for this custom is because you don't want to like solidify the illness. You don't want to make a thing out of it. So, so by visiting, by, when you when you go before before it becomes publicized, the person's sick the first two days. So we don't want to arouse the accusatory angels that the person is sick, and therefore you don't visit until the third day. And the Abish are visiting someone was for sure cause publicity, and therefore Hashem waited to uh, visit him. Until uh, till, till the uh, till the third day, but the Rebbe doesn't um, not satisfy this answer because Hashem could visit Avram without doing publicity, and um, so so why do you wait to the third day? And so now we're going to see the answer. The answer is like this: It's not because the mitzvah of visiting the sick. What the reason why Rashi knows it was the third day wasn't because of Hashem's visit; it was because of the next verse. Which says that the, that the, as Aram lifted his eyes and saw three people there. Since at the same time that God appeared to Avram, that's when God Avram saw these three people. We have to say that both events happened on the same day, and we know the second event for sure happened the third day. Why? Now we can understand. That a question we had before, why didn't he visit him in the days before? It's not a question. Why? Hashem visited him on day one and two, too. Who says Hashem didn't visit him? He did visit him. The Torah is here telling us the story of the third day. It's not telling us the story of the first two days. On the third day, after Hashem visited him, then Abraham saw the three people. 
We can ask, why doesn't the Torah say that Hashem visited him on day one and two? Because that's not novel. itself understood. If Hashem visited him on the third day, the third day is not as dangerous as day one and two, according to Rashi. So if Hashem visited him on day three, for sure he'd visited him also on day one and two. Next page. So we, we didn't say why. We didn't say, yeah, we're going to get to why in a second. Why is it so clear that the three people came on day three? We didn't say that. We're going to say that soon. But if the three people visited Avram on the third day, it must be God's visit also discussed in this, on this, in this portion. It's also about God's visit on the third day. Why didn't he visit day one and two? He did. The Torah is just discussing what happened on the third day. Now we can understand why Rashi uses a double expression. Rashi says he visited, he came to visit the sick, and Rabbi Barchanina says it was the third day after his circumcision, and Hashem came to see his welfare. So the question is, why does Rashi repeat this twice in the same sentence? Rashi wants to tell us that you shouldn't think that I'm trying to tell you that Hashem visited him on the third day um, because uh, the reason Hashem visited him was because it was the third day. That's why God came to visit him. Don't think that's why Hashem came to visit him. That's what Rashi says. Hashem came to visit him. I'm not telling you it was the third day yet. Now, now you know Hashem visited him, which has nothing to do with... Nothing to do with the, this Hashem's visit. I'm going to tell you something else. It was a third day after circumcision, and Hashem came to, 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 to visit him. Rashi mentions first how Hashem came to visit him without saying it was the third day of his circumcision to tell you that it wasn't because it was the third day that Hashem came to visit him. There's two points here. One is that Hashem came to visit him, and another thing that we know it was the third day. How do we know it was the third day? That's in the next verse. But the first thing that Rashi says is there's nothing to do with the, Hashem visited him every day. How do we know this visit was on the third day? That we know from the next verse. What's the proof? Next, uh, How do we know that Hashem came to visit him the third day? One of the three angels who came to visit Avram was Merfol. Who came to heal Avram. And since, according to nature, a person who is circumcised is sick for three days, you cannot say that Hashem sent an angel to heal him before the third day. The mitzvahs before the giving of the Torah were different than the mitzvahs after giving the Torah. But the mitzvah of circumcision was similar. And just, like mitzvah, and just like the mitzvahs after giving the Torah are done in nature and they have natural consequences, so to this mitzvah was done in a way that has natural consequences. So if a person who is circumcised gets sick, that's what happened to Avram also. Because 
The halacha is that on Shabbos, uh, three days after the circumcision, there are some things you're not allowed to do for the person circumcised because their life isn't, they're not in the same kind of danger because they're healed somewhat after three days. So therefore, the angel came on the third day because according to nature, he can get better. Once, according to nature, there's room for him to get better, then God sends an angel and makes him better. But until it's possible to get healed according to nature, Shem doesn't want to heal him because the purpose of a mitzvah is to impact the physical world. And therefore, the mitzvah has to be done, and the consequences of the mitzvah have to fit in with the parameters of the physical world. So that's how we know it was the third day, because it's a third day when it's possible to be healed according to nature. move on. One second. If it's natural, you get better on the third day, then why do you need an angel? If this is a natural thing, you get better on the third day, then why is someone to send a special angel? We'll understand this by first prefacing the following. The Rambam says that sometimes we find in our sages, the language of our sages, that our natural faculties, our natural abilities, our natural senses are called angels. Sometimes you, the word for, let's say, the ability to, to hear is called an angel. Why is it called an angel? Why do we, it's, it's ability to see, what does that have, have to do with an angel? The reason is, calling the whatever exists in this world, has a divine source. The, the Gemara says that every single blade of grass has an angel which goes over to that blade of grass and tells the blade of grass to grow, or more accurately, it pushes it, it hits it, and says grow. Since the natural power in this world, natural um, things that happen in this world, where does it come from, natural power in this world? It's because it's, it's through the angels. The godly force, which is in the physical nature, is God giving it to it through the angels. So therefore, instead of calling it a blade of grass, call it an angel. Instead of saying, saying the blade of grass grew, or, or the, the earth caused it to grow, the nature of Hashem and beauty in the earth. Another way of saying the same thing, if you, actually a deeper way of saying the same thing, is the angel is, is, is growing. There's nothing that happens without a divine force. And the divine force is called an angel. Why is it that a person can be healed after the third day of circumcision? Why is that? It's because, I even said, the reason why every person is healed after circumcision is because of an angel. There is an angel in charge of ascending uh, Rafur, and that angel's name is Rafal, and that angel, he sends the healing on the third day. Because that's his, that's, that's the, um, um, that's what Hashem endows him to do. Hashem gives him the power. The nature of inflammatory response. The nature of inflammatory response is, is addressed in the third day. Why is it because of the angelic force that Hashem imbues on the third day. It gets garbed in nature. It goes through many, many different places and many different levels until it goes into the garments of nature. But what really is it? It's an angelic force. So we say, oh yeah, you, 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 got, you got a strep, uh, in a couple days it get better. That's how it works. What do you mean a couple days you get it better? How does that work? There's an angelic force that called Malchrafal and that angelic force that Hashem gives to Malchrafal, that force works in the following way. That's what it means. But it's not nature got you better. No such thing as nature. There's a godly force that Hashem put into nature. So therefore, it's correct to call the uh, forces of nature angelic forces. 
But by regular person, what do you see? Regular person, you see antibiotics. Regular person, you see him taking a tea and uh, resting in bed. The fact that the, the angel of fall is there, the divine force, the angelic force that's there, you don't see it. You just see an aspirin, you see the maxicillin, you don't see the angelic force. But Avram Avinu saw Machrofal. He saw the angelic force. It wasn't that something different happened to Avram than another person at the, at, at the third day. Rather, what was different was only that Avram saw the angelic force. Yeah. yeah. Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu experienced the same thing that everyone else does at, 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 on the third day of circumcision. What was unique to him was that he didn't see, um, he saw the angel doing it. Wow. Yeah, regular people Malach comes, that's what you're saying. Malach comes every person. You're just saying you don't see the Malach. But Rabbi Abraham, he saw the Malach. But it's not that, it's, that, that was, that's Rabbi's point. It's not different from everybody else. It's the same. Just Abraham saw it. I, Abraham, saw them as people. Rabbi asks in note 67, why did Abraham look at them as people? If Hashem is showing it to Abraham, so, so then show them all the way, why did they appear to Abraham as people? Um, so first of all, Rabbi says he must have discovered their angels. Because... Um, how could Avram? How come it says in other places in the Torah um, a promise that a, a prophet gave someone and says, "I'll come back in a year and I have Torah this week," and uh, uh, and so here the how did Avram? Uh, and and it's a long story, but in short, um, the 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 prophet didn't say, "I'll come back next year." He said, "You will have a child next year," and she was wondering, "How come you don't say the angel told Avram, I'll come next year'?" And so he told her, because Avram was talking to an angel, but I am talking to you, and I'm not an angel, and I don't know if I'll be here next year. So Avram did for sure, by the fact that the angel said, I will be back, that showed that there was going to, that this was not a person, this was an angel. So Avram knew, he discovered it was an angel. Um, and not only that, that says, Avram saw Machrofal, and Machrofal healed him, and he didn't, He didn't see the specific um, <coughs> detail that went into the nature of the body to heal him. He saw an angel come and heal him. He didn't see like, he wasn't like he had like a, 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 a sonogram or a, a, a something that he, or, or, or an x-ray or something that he saw what was going, no, he saw the malach do it. He saw the angel do it. Okay, what's the lesson we learn in our lives? The message we have in this Rashi in our lives is as follows. Besides the simple mitzvah of visiting the sick, that just like God visits the sick, we must also visit the sick. Besides that simple instruction we get from the story, that's why the Torah says God appeared to him. It doesn't say God appeared to Avram, because you might think, oh, you know what kind of sick person you're supposed to visit? The guy says, like Avram Avinu. If he likes, he's like Avram, then I'll visit him. That's what Rashi says. He didn't visit him because he was Avram. He visited him, doesn't use a pronoun to say it wasn't because he was special. He was anybody. Hashem visits anybody who's sick. And so too, the mitzvah of visiting the sick is not about only if the person's an Avram. It's a visiting every single Jew. 
Therefore, Hashem specifically in the Torah doesn't say he visited Avram, he says, I visited him. So you should know that when you're visiting someone, you think, ah, it's just him. If it's just him, ah, that, 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 that's who you're supposed to visit, the just him people. That's, that's what it says in the Torah. I visited him. So you think, ah, this guy's not anything special. I, wouldn't even, I, don't, even know, I don't even know his, I don't even know his name. Oh, Hashem visited him. There's also another another instruction from this from this Rashi next page. Don't look for miracles to make a mitzvah easier. Mitzvah has to be garbed in nature, and think in nature itself a vessel for godliness. Okay, so the mitzvah is supposed to impact the physical world, and therefore there is no inyan. Even if it was possible, even if we were tzaddik and we were able to just, you know, like build, build a golem or something, to help, it, it, that's not the way a mitzvah is about impacting the physical. All right. That's uh, all for today. Grace to